I'm just raging about um, something social media wise. Uh, you'll hear more about that in a minute. It's a bit cool today. Um, I'm really torn now between where do I sit because if I sit in the window it's freezing and if I don't sit in the window I can't see what's going on outside. Having said that there's absolutely nothing going on outside at the moment. Welcome to uh, Mr. Bird Pods episode 33. Yes, well, I was just going past. That's quite exciting. Um, I was just commenting that we seem to have an, a lot less cars parked in the street at the moment because no one's got ga- no. I'm saying no one's got garages. They've all got garages down this road on one side, and no one uses them. They all park their cars on the road. That's something I don't understand. They don't even park in the driveway. I mean, if you've got a garage, put your car in it. It gets protected from the weather and also potential thieves. Uh, no, they all park in the road. But uh, there just seems to be less at the moment. I can't work out why. Anyway, um, it's cold today. I had a very cold start. I had a terrible start with yoga. Yoga was so stressful that I didn't even notice whether anyone outside was watching me or not. It was that bad. And I, if she did another bloody warrior pose, I, I collapsed into the, onto the tea twice. And gave up and flopped flat on the floor a couple of times as well. Um, but she's back in the studio. It was quite funny at the beginning, actually, because um, they've obviously got the window. Well, they have got windows open in the studio. I don't do it. I don't want to go into the studio. But they've obviously got the windows open. So when I logged on, she was sitting there in her hat and a scarf. Uh, and I, what looked like a jumper, I might have been a little jacket thing. Uh, she didn't look ready for yoga at all. Uh, she kept her hat on all the way through it, which I thought was quite amusing. I was, of course, in an absolute boiling furnace uh, when well, I mean the room's not that warm but once you warm up it's just very hot so anyway it was so stressful I didn't notice anyone outside because I wasn't just wasn't looking out the window frankly I was too busy trying to just maintain mm. so there's noisy cars I think I've had, we've had this conversation before I feel as if I'm having a conversation despite that nobody talks back to me during this we had a car that made that noise and drove everybody at the wall it was it was worse on the outside than it was on the inside. I don't think we realised how bad it was for a while. Um, yeah, so I was just busy trying to maintain not collapsing on the floor and managed to fail and collapse on the floor twice. So, and then I went for a run, which was actually quite nice. Well, it was freezing cold and I still haven't got any long pants. Now, I've got this thing about men and these uh, shorts over long pants. I don't know what it's about. Is it about chafing? You know, with those tight running trousers and then they've got shorts over the top and it's just not a good look. And it's a worse look when the shorts are really baggy. It's not so bad if the shorts are a little bit more tailored, shall we say. I just don't get it. Um, I mean, I look at Twitter anyway, going out my one. I've got one. Sorry, somebody going past. It's all getting quite exciting. Um, I've got one. um, but you know, I see that woman all the time. It's bizarre. I see her go backwards and forwards. She's one of the few people I actually see go backwards and forwards outside this house. But I also see her all sorts of other places around the, this area um, at different times. It's really strange. Um, I only noticed her because she's got red hair. or she's got dark red hair. Anyway, I think it was her. She had a black hat on. It might not have been. So uh, a black hat, not a black cat. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, just I'm going to shuffle. Um, where was I? I can't remember where I was. Yeah, go running, yes. So I went running, and um, I have these sort of cotton shorts on, half of which are red and half of which are sort of bluey purple. Uh, there's a beach where I look absolutely ridiculous, but I've got nothing else to... Well, I have got another pair of nice black ones, but I have got... They haven't got pockets. And I usually... Well, I have my, I have my house keys in my pocket and sometimes have my uh, phone in it, although the phone tends to go a bit odd in my pocket and I end up carrying it anyway. I was absolutely frozen, so I really was cold. So I don't think bare legs is a good idea. I pulled my socks up because that just looked ridiculous. And then on top, I wore a T-shirt and then a, a pull. I think I said this, I wore it last week, a pullover, short sleeveless pullover and a long sleeve thing. Uh, I was absolutely frozen. It took about nine of my nine and a half laps to actually feel warm. Um, and I get this funny thing where my, I can't remember, it's called, is it Renier's disease or something? It's not as bad as it sounds, but your fingers go really white because they sort of lose the circulation. And the only way I found of solving it is to stick my hands in warm water. Uh, the first time it happened, I got really panicky and thought my, well, my fingers were going to drop off. So I had frostbite. I didn't. Um, anyway, there's a big health kit going on in this house at the moment because, um, well, someone had a Pilates one-to-one -one last Friday. So that was all very exciting. And now regular stretching is going on. And um, and now there's a watch has arrived, uh, which tells the wearer. Well, it does tell the time. It's an analog watch. Is that an analog? Do I mean analog? The one with sort of one to twelve on it, and two hands. Um, that's arrived, but it also tells you your blood pressure, uh, your heart rate, uh, how much your blood oxygen levels are. Basically. It just tells you if you're alive or not. Uh, so that's obviously of great interest. I, put, I just don't see the point of these. Oh, and of course, it counts your steps. So I know whenever we go for a walk, I'm well aware of how many thousands. I don't believe we do 6,000 steps or whatever it is on a walk. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's just nonsense. And apparently that, that whatever you meant to do every day, that 2,000 step, whatever it is you meant to do every day, it was just some marketing number that was made up. It's like that you're having to drink two litres of water every day. It's complete rubbish. Well, it's not complete rubbish, but it's not a scientific fact you have to do it to stay alive. So, yeah, so all that's very exciting. Um, oh, and then, oh, yeah, and then um, French course is going on as well. It's not a how to speak. It's not a learning to speak French. It's a how to pronounce the French words correctly. It involves a lot of repetition, and the first time it happened, I was in be bed, and um, I don't know what it is about young people who just have the flimsiest clothes on in the coldest weather, but then they put the hood up as if it's going to make a blind bit of difference. I don't get that. I don't get not feeling the cold. Children don't seem to feel the cold, and adolescents don't. Maybe I didn't when I was young. I don't know. I can't remember. But I find it an odd look. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so I was lying in bed trying to go to sleep and somebody was in the bathroom doing whatever. And all I could hear was... <coughs> and thought, I thought it was retching. Uh, anyway, it's it was repeating the sounds of the French syllables or something. It's really irritating and it goes on most evenings. Um, I don't see the point, as long as you can be understood. I mean, I, I'm quite... I'm rubbish at speaking languages. I'm I'm sort of capable of it, but I've I've 
I've got a very bad ear for listening. I mean, I struggle with people's accents sometimes. I can't hear what they're saying. Um, just regional accents. Uh, you know, strong Irish or strong, strong Scottish or Northern accent I sometimes struggle with. And um, so I don't, I, I just haven't got an ear for picking up an ac a language orally, obviously, orally ear. But, um, or do I mean hourly? I might mean hourly. But, um, yeah, so I actually quite find, I can sort of, I know what I want to say and I can usually get words out, but then somebody then says something back and I just glaze over because I've no idea what's saying to me. And I've never been able to find a way around this. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is I think it's just good being able to talk and not worry about whether you're speaking correctly or not. I mean, I, who doesn't like, you know, French people speaking English with a French accent? Well, I'm sure there are some people that don't like it, but most people do. As long as you can understand what they're saying. And um, you don't see anyone smoking. I've just seen someone light up a cigarette, and you don't really see anyone smoking anymore, do you? I suppose it's not really the rest of the things to be doing when COVID's around. Well, it's not the best of the things to do any time. But, um, yeah, it is strange. And I've noticed on TV films now, everybody's always smoking. It's usually in the sort of past um, or when they're stressed, people are smoking. Um, and I sort of think, well, does it does it become a bit sort of romanticised and then makes you want to take it up again? Not that I never did. But um, it was always very glamorous in the old films. Because um, people have always drunk. I'm always amazed at how much people drink in film, especially Americans. I mean, they do just down the whiskey and the, everything we watch at the moment seems to have martinis in it, which I've never had a martini. Um, but uh, Gimlet, of course, as we all know, is my favourite, um, uh, my favourite classy drink because basically they drank it in, they drink about 25 Gimlets an hour in The Third Man, if anyone has ever read that book. I think they drink a lot in the film as well. Um, they'd be absolutely, I mean, I would be on the floor, out cold, if I drank the amount they drink. Um, I think people just did in those days. I suppose you just got used to it. There's a lot of drinking going on in my Oh, yeah, because we're watching The Queen's Gambit, which I'm sort of, I'm enjoying it a lot, but I'm, I'm not loving it. But there's an awful lot of drinking goes on in that. And uh, Martini. And they were drinking martini in the Gilmore Girls that we watched last night. Uh, something else we were watching, they were always drinking martinis. Oh, Grace and Frankie, they were always drinking martinis. Um, yes, I've been a bit grumpy, actually, because I've cheered up a bit this week, but I've just really just wanted to go out to a bar. I want to go to the Age Club, actually, and that's never going to happen. Although, apparently, there are people looking to buy it who may or may not keep it as it was, I don't know. Um, at least they're not demolishing the building. Um, and also in the basement, it takes two and loads of other TV, um, films, um, TV programs were filmed and that seems to be still going on. So I don't know what's going on there, but, um, I'm just longing to go back, uh, and sit and drink martinis, <laughs> gimlets. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I was a bit grumpy. I was getting fed up last week. I was just getting sick of the whole damn thing. And I think a lot of people were, are still. Everyone I know seems to be a bit gloomy. There goes another little hood. You see, he's got the tiniest, skimpiest little jacket on, but he's got the hood up. As if that's going to make a blind bit of difference to his body temperature. I always thought somebody told me it was one of those things that you lose 10% of your 
body heat through your head or whatever it was, but apparently it's not true. But I always feel warmer when I've got a hat on. But then my scalp gets dry and I don't like wearing a hat too much, so I get into a bit of a palaver. I did buy um, a flat cap when I was in Wales. I think I mentioned this just to annoy my mum, despite the fact she's not alive. But my dad always used to wear a flat cap and my mum hated it. So, um... <laughs> I'm not quite sure what the point is I'm making there, but anyway. I found a picture of my... No, my brother actually found a picture of my parents in um, Harrogate. He went up again last week, and he's brought back all the stuff I wanted to bring back. Nearly got the grandfather clock in the car. I was much amazed. Um, people driving with their windows down in the car. I don't understand that at all. It's absolutely freezing outside. Um, we once went in an open top. On a sunny day, it was got a lift with somebody or somebody had one or something. And they were awful in London. They looked really glamorous and everything, but you just end up driving around breathing in fumes from other cars. Dreadful things. It's all very well if you're on the French Riviera. Um, anyway, my brother found this um, photograph. I'm sure it's my mum and dad. Uh, there's a woman on the... Yes, it is. I'm sure it's my mum. So there's my mum on the right looking up with her hands... It's all very posed, hands behind her back, looking up into an apple tree or something. And then my dad's on the right with, um, it looks like a croquet mallet, but it's some sort of a mallet uh, over his shoulder as if he's just about to whack her on the head. It's quite a bizarre picture. I mean, it's obviously a com comic composition. It's not real. You know, it's not, not about to kill my mother. But um, yeah, she'd be more likely the other way around. I think my mother was more likely to take a mallet to my father. But um, very odd. Taken, I would say, from mum's dress. I taken probably before children came along, so I'd say 1940s. Um, I haven't actually delved into anything I brought back uh, because it's. Uh, I had to sort of clear. Well, the grandfather clock may or may not be imminent. I might have found somewhere for my keyboard if Darren gets his act. Oh, no, actually, Darren doesn't need to get his act together. It's somebody else. But. Um, yeah, so I might have found somewhere for my keyboard to go and hope that would be loved and cherished and then I can have the piano there. Uh, and then we would need to put the Christmas decorations up and where I put all the stuff from mum and dad was all where the Christmas stuff is. So I've had to move that into the spare room, which now looks like, oh, I don't know what it looks like. We went, I, I, I said actually I wouldn't broadcast this because I'm so ashamed of it, but it is quite funny. We went into a couple, no, I went into a couple, I'm dressing up as something. Well, no, it's a long story. I was going to dress up as something for the last podcast, which was supposed to be our Christmas Eve, nothing to see here. And then Darren decided, um, well, I wanted to do one. No, I know. He really wanted to do one. I got really excited and I wasn't keen on a Christmas. No, I was keen. I'm talking rubbish. And then he decided he wasn't so bothered. And I don't know. Anyway, uh, so in the end, we decided not to do one, which is a huge mistake in hindsight. But I was going to dress up for it and I had to find something in this cupboard. And I ended up pulling everything up out of the cupboard. It's a it's a cupboard cupboard, a full length, tall cupboard with a door on it, but like a room door. And I ended up bringing out six bags that were just full of bags. There were four bags. Was it three or four? Can't remember packed full of gift bags that people have given us that we've obviously thought oh we'll keep that because it'll be useful to give a present to somebody else and then obviously something's being put on top of that bag and we've just started another bag full of gift bags so we've got four and then we had um you know that's the same person just walked past twice in the same direction how did that happen um and then there were just bags of bags for life those supermarket things that we've collected and then 
somebody loves tote bags. I hate tote bags. Tote bags annoy the hell out of me because you can't. They go over your shoulder and they just sort of hang there and they fall off your shoulder and they're always of a weird length. They're always not long enough or short. They just annoy me. We've got a major collection of tote bags, basically because they're free and somebody likes free things. And um, just odd. Oh, just odd bags. I don't know where they've come from. Anyway, they've all gone up to the charity shop. We're apparently delighted to have them. So if anyone's got six bags of bags, take them to the charity shop, but ring them up first, which I did and checked. So that was all that. So there's a lot of stuff. So, you know, the reason we could never shut the door of the cupboard was because we just had bags of bags. It was ridiculous. I thought there was loads and loads of stuff in there, but there wasn't. It was just bags of bags. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, where was I going with all that? So that got cleared out, and that was quite exciting. And then we'd also, of course, the, the shelves all up now. We've got our two little shelves, uh, both full of cookery books. And I, in horror, realised that looking at them up there, that was half of the books we had on one shelf, because the other half went to the charity shop. And those were two heavy bags we took up to the charity shop. So um, we've now got two shelves of books, uh, and that was half of what was on the original one shelf. Any wonder it collapsed. Uh, but anyway, that's all done. Uh, all the man who did it all done some of the bits and bobs. We now have light uh, and a cupboard door that fallen off is now back on little bits and bobs that never would have got done. That was all useful. So uh, I had about six bags I just pulled everything out of that cupboard it was just the cupboard that collapsed it was one of those just shove everything you know it was one of those cupboards with bits in of you know sellotape and candles and things um so we went through this and I managed to fill six bags god knows how much uh so that's most of that's been thrown away some of it's gone to the charity shop and then we just got to put the necessary stuff all back in there is a cupboard below it which is full of stuff as well that need really needs sorting out so uh, if that man walks any slower he may as well just grind to a halt oh and another man well, actually two people going past each other at the same time is quite exciting it's very quiet along here this afternoon um i do i do like hats uh we used to have flat cat wednesday i seem to remember when i was on beginning uh, at the ambassadors uh, people always seem to wear a flat cap on a Wednesday in the audience because I was looking over the audience so I was always willing to comment on the audience's attire in an extremely uncritical way um, but those beanies I mean that man's just walked up on one of those beanies I just don't get beanies I think they're one of the most ugliest things you can wear they just flop around and they're ugly and unstructured and awful you can get me dead wearing a beanie um, so uh yeah so the cupboards yeah also that's all quite exciting the kitchen i mean the whole flat is just tired it desperately needs, i mean it hasn't been painted for about 25 years desperately needs paint but bit by bit we're getting a uh, big powwow going on on the corner there rather too friendly dog trying to kill a child um we um yeah but we're getting through bits bit by bit um it's just laziness it's just keeping stuff that you don't need thinking oh that might be useful one day well it won't get rid of it that's my motto so um have i got anything else to say i'm very behind on strictly and i just got very upset last week the week before the saturday gone because clara was left and that flipping jamie's still in 
who's not a very good actor. And now the, uh, dancer, now there's loads of people in who I just adore and I don't want anyone to go and I just know Jamie's going to be still in it and I'm just going to get upset. But there's been some fabulous dancing, really, really lovely, beautiful dancing. Um, I've really enjoyed it this year. <clears throat> so, um, oh yes, I forgot to say what was annoying me at the beginning. It's people that like things. I've just retweeted, I do the damn cheap Twitter thing. I've just retweeted a, um, uh, somebody's um, it's a play being put on virtually. Uh, retweeted information about it. They've obviously been on at the same time C9 retweeted it. And they've liked um, our promotional thing for the next thing, which is Art for Art's Sake, uh, which is next Wednesday, actually. And I shall be performing in it. Uh, you can get that on damncheat.co.uk. It's a um, free-for-all performance, open mic type thing. Uh, I'm performing in it, but I will be unrecognisable. Uh, and I'm not performing with Darren. Darren upset me again last week, but we're not going to go into that. And um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So they didn't retweet our thing and promote it on their website. They liked it. It drives me mad. Stop liking things. No one looks and likes it just makes me not want to bother promoting people if they're not going to do it. I'm really, really trying to build up a solid following for the damn cheap Twitter thing. You know, I know this sounds a bit silly, but I am being quite very serious about it. It just doesn't help. Anyway, um, I don't care about likes. So um, I do get a bit funny about likes on Instagram. I get a bit upset if not. I put a photo on Instagram and not everybody likes it. But I've only got about 12 followers, so that doesn't uh, really count for millions. So, um, yeah, it's been, uh, it's just been a generally quite a week. I'm on to 22 minutes. I've got to go. Thank you for listening. just realized that I said um, the third man, I meant the thin man, read the gimlets. <laughs>